proven scientific benefits of each three of these strategies. And when you bring them all together, it just creates this really robust program that gets women incredible results in a really short amount of time, but it goes a lot deeper than just fat loss. Hey there, Kelly Howard here. And this week we have a very, very special edition, which is an interview with Nikki Bryant, who is the creator of the Lean Strong Method. She is amazing at her one, two, three punch that helps women gain muscle, lose fat, and increase their energy. I truly enjoyed just sitting down and chatting with Nikki and learning so much about her method and about everything that she loves to teach. And I learned quite a bit in the process. So listen in and let me know what you think. Nikki, thank you so much for being on with us today. I really, really appreciate it. Hi, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to to be on and talk with you today and your listeners. If people have been listening for a while, they might know that I do subscribe to a vegetarian, almost vegan diet. And I didn't bring Nikki on because I want her to preach to you guys. But I did bring her on because she has this amazing program. And it's her Lean Strong Method. And I find it really intriguing because I know that a lot of times when people hear the word vegan, they immediately assume that you don't get enough protein, so on and so forth. And then when you mix it with the word keto, then it gets really interesting in the world. So tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah. Well, thank you, Kelly. So I teach an online, a six-week program where... You know, really in its simplest form, I teach women how to lose body fat, improve their overall health. I mean, there's so many other benefits that come along with it, but in an effort to not overwhelm, I really teach women how to lose body fat really efficiently and for the rest of their life using a vegan diet. But we also implement a couple other nutritional strategies. And one that you mentioned was a ketogenic or a low carb strategy. And we also use some intermittent fasting. You know, I think to, um, you said it so beautifully, but a lot of times when people think of vegan diet, they kind of have some preconceived notions just, you know, culturally. And the same thing now with a ketogenic diet becoming very popular, you know, in social media, you see so many different things. And so a lot of people have a preconceived notion about things. And so in my program, I lay everything out there and we really teach really the scientific, the proven scientific benefits of each three of these strategies. And when you bring them all together, it just creates this really robust program that gets women incredible results in a really short amount of time. But it goes a lot deeper than just fat loss, you know, because Kelly, you've been around a lot long enough to know that You can lose weight a lot of different ways, but they're not all necessarily healthy long-term. They're not necessarily good mentally or able to sustain for the rest of your life. And so um, what I did is I really brought these three strategies together and they just have kind of that one, two, three punch that is getting women incredible results from a fat loss standpoint and from just a mental you know, it's really nourishing your body and nourishing your mind. Their confidence comes back. Um, It's something they're able to sustain for the rest of their life. And it's just been, it's absolutely incredible. Okay. I'm going to ask the question right now. I think it's the elephant in the room because a lot of people are probably thinking, does this mean I have to be a vegan the rest of my life? (laughs) 
That is a great question. And, you know, I'll tell you, so my philosophy is, you know, we're not dogmatic about being a vegan. And, you know, a lot of times veganism is associated with an ethical or a moral background, which that's great. And I fully, you know, support that. However, my philosophy comes more from a proven scientific background of just a plant-based diet, a primarily plant-based diet being the best thing for your health and longevity. However, we as humans, you know, we're very adaptable and, you know, we, we were created to eat many different foods. In today's culture, we have to do things a little bit differently because we have an overabundance of food supply and not all of it is quality. So it's not, you know, we're not eating in the same uh, way that, you know, our ancestors did thousands of years ago. So we kind of have to do things just a little bit differently. And I say all of that to say this, it is scientifically proven that a primarily plant-based diet is the optimal thing for your health and longevity. However, um, you know, things like, like salmon and fish and high quality, you know, um, organic chicken and, you know, things like that, they really can be part of a really well-rounded, healthy diet. However, we should be eating primarily plant-based. That doesn't mean, and you know, sometimes when people say vegan, well, I mean, Doritos are vegan. <laughs> that doesn't necessarily make them healthy, you know? And so sometimes people will see you like, well, I went vegan to lose weight, but somehow I ended up gaining 10 pounds. Well, you know, because Oreos and an Impossible Burger is also vegan, but that doesn't make it healthy, you know, the right thing. And so it's all part of a strategy. And Kelly, I say all that to, um, to say this is, you know, we are not dogmatic about our approach to veganism. And so here's what I tell my girls, you know, because I live in the Midwest and a lot of people travel and I live in a place where we don't have access to, you know, vegan restaurants. And so if you're having a social life, you know, the, the closest thing is like a Texas roadhouse. And so, you know, you have to learn to live in your environment in the very best way possible that, that meets your needs or kind of meets those things for the lifestyle that you want to live. And so, you know, I, I work with a lot of really busy, really strong, oftentimes very driven women. They travel a lot for their jobs or whatever. And they might be at a dinner and they might say, Nikki, you know, they're, they're offering us, you know, our dinner at this conference and there's literally nothing. What do I do? And so maybe her goal is fat loss. I say, all right, Rachel, well, what you're going to do since you don't have an option, your top goal right now is fat loss. We're going to make the best choice possible. And then we use really just a healthy, like a clean keto uh, strategy there. So that's where we can kind of lean heavier on one of our strategies more so than the other so that we still meet our needs, but we're in a much better position than we were before where it was just total confusion or where they were vegans, but eating Doritos and Impossible Burgers. So it's really just all about that strategy and learning to kind of vibe and flow with and adapt to certain situations that you're in. And I have found is when I say, okay, Rachel, I know this is going to sound crazy, but in Lean Strong, we break some rules, but we do so with purpose and intention. Although we, when we are at home and we are in control of our food, we are eating a vegan diet. But what happens when we go out to eat for a birthday or you're at a conference and you don't have access to that. You fasted for as long as you can fast. You do need to eat today. What we're going to do is we're going to stick with a clean, high fat, low carbohydrate meal. And so a lot of times that it sounds crazy, but it's, you know, maybe a Caesar salad with shrimp or 
you know, mahi on a bed of lettuce and some guacamole. So you're going with a high fat, low carbohydrate option that's not vegan, but it is still a healthy choice. So I don't know if that makes sense, but it's really given women a lot of freedom because in today's world, we don't need any more restriction, especially, you know, Kelly, like with your listeners, I have a feeling that they are those same kind of just driven, hungry, passionate women. We are hard enough on ourselves. We don't need anyone else giving us any more rules and especially not when it's around food. And so in Lean Strong, you know, when we do a group, when I take a group of women through the Lean Strong method, we're really learning the relationship. So I teach a lot about how your body works and how food works. We have built a relationship with food instead of going by these rules. And it really, it turns a lot of things that we've thought, you know, just kind of taken as truth, it turns it on its head. And so it's, it's really fun to watch women break the rules because it's a lot of fun. Well, you know, it is true that I was just having this conversation yesterday with a friend that you can have what you need to do or what you expect to do or what you've told yourself you're going to do. And it doesn't always fit in the perfect box. And so you have to be willing to work and be okay I mean, be okay with the fact that you might not be able to do this. I know I was doing a, um, it was like a sugar-free 30 days for with a friend of mine. She was testing it. And I started realizing, I told her one day, I was like, you know, I'm breaking some of your rules because I'm not eating. I was just like, oh, well, I don't even see anything that I can eat on this list right now. So I'm just not going to eat. And it wasn't working right. <laughs> and so, you know, you have to be willing to kind of work with what you've got. But, you know, there's one thing you mentioned that I don't think we've really talked about much on this podcast, which is the whole idea of intermittent fasting. Can you address just like the high level of what that is and why? Intermittent fasting, it's, you know, it's, it honestly probably should be called like intermittent feeding. <laughs> it's really, you know, it really should be called that. But it really is. It's where you only eat during a designated window of time. And there are so many different um, protocols for intermittent fasting. And so it, it kind of depends on which, what's your goal. You know, most people will use intermittent fasting as a fat loss or a fat maintenance strategy. Given that being the top goal of the women that I work with, we use what's called a 16-8 protocol. And that means you are in the fasted state. So you're not taking in any calories for 16 hours of your day, most of which is while you're sleeping. And then you eat during an eight hour window. And the reason why is because that gives our body a chance. This is all about hormones. And we learn, I teach you all about this. I teach you all about the why in, in a round of lean strong, but it's all about those hormones. So keeping insulin low because insulin is our storage hormone. And so anytime we eat, whether it's a carbohydrate, a protein or a fat, we turn insulin on. Now, carbohydrates turn insulin on higher than protein or fat, but they all turn insulin on um, and cause an insulin, an increase in insulin in your bloodstream to a certain degree. And so the standard American diet and kind of how we've all, I think, maybe grown up eating is five meals a day, you know, snack, 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 snack. And that's a really great theory. If you want to keep your insulin, your fat storage hormone storage hormone turned on all the time. That's a great strategy if you want to either maintain or gain weight. 
But most, we don't need any help with that in, in our country. What intermittent fasting does is it keeps insulin levels low. So it allows your body, instead of burning the food that you're always feeding it, it forces it to dip into its stored body fat for storage. And that's really a simplified version of it. But intermittent fasting really is that simple. Now in Lean Strong, we actually take it a step further because you could say, okay, Nikki, well, I've got, you know, from the hours of 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. to eat. Well, I'll just eat during the, that whole time. And that doesn't really work very well if your goal is fat loss. So we take it a step further and we actually only eat three times in that seven hour window. So we're just eating three meals. And so if you were looking at kind of a screen right now, have you ever seen like a bell curve? Well, we only have three little bell curves in our day where the top of that bell curve is that insulin spike where insulin is the highest. So in Lean Strong, we spend the majority of our days in the fasted state where our body is learning and using efficiently using stored body fat as fuel instead of the carbohydrates or, you know, the food that we just feed it. Now, we still feed, but there's a little bit of a strategy to it. So you just kind of have to um, help your body use its other energy mechanism. And in just in today's world, and especially in the American culture, we've actually trained it to do the opposite. And we've just, we've start our day, you know, first thing we get up and we eat a high carbohydrate breakfast. Well, you spike your insulin you turn your fat storage hormone on and then you we just constantly eat all day long. So of course that we're going to maintain or accumulate body fat because our most of our days, you know, even in an office building, it's around the break room or this or social activities and it's all around, you know, food. We never rest our bodies by not feeding them. And really your body heals when it's at rest. Just like, you know, your body heals when it's sleeping. You know, if you've worked out, your muscles are building and all those things while you're sleeping, the same is true. And we never give our body a chance to heal itself because we're constantly making it work by digesting food, by constantly feeding ourselves. So that's intermittent fasting in a general, you can tell I'm passionate about it. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I think that's, I've asked this question before of another friend of mine and, and it, I'm just intrigued by the, by the answer. When you're doing intermittent fasting or fasting, when you've got your body turned off, is it zero calories? Is it only water? Is it a limited amount of calories you can take in your body when you're keeping your body turned off or your digestion turned off? What is that? That's a really great question. And thank you for bringing that up. It depends on what your goal is. If your goal is if you're doing intermittent fasting for fat loss, typically if you keep it under 50 calories, and we want those calories coming from a high fat source because fat spikes insulin the least, if that makes sense. So we want, you know, if somebody were to have like coffee with creamer, we would want it to be a high fat creamer. It could be 50 calories of a high fat creamer. That will not negatively affect your body's fat burning capabilities during that time. And it helps with compliance. And so in my experience with helping hundreds and hundreds of women, and of course, being, you know, myself, my own results is having 50 calories in your fasted window. You know, when you get up in the morning, having a cup of black coffee with the creamer, or I drink a mental focus drink, but um, keeping it under 50 calories is not going to negatively affect your fat burning goals. However, if you are fasting, whether it's intermittent fasting or extended a 24 hour fast, or some people will fast 
two days out of the week. So they'll eat just kind of regularly for five days and then fast, completely water fast for two days. You know, so if your goal is autophagy, which is basically like spring cleaning for your cells, your cells will do a complete turnover. So it would, it really is like a spring cleaning for your cells. If you were doing a 24 hour fast for that reason, because you really want a, a reset at a cellular level, which is something I highly recommend to someone after they've, you know, practiced fasting and feel pretty good and feel confident about it. And they've, their body knows how to burn body fat for energy. I do recommend a 24 hour optional 24 hour water fast because it is so great to just totally deplete your glycogen stores turn over your cells. It's great for anti-aging, all of those things. But if that were your goal, then it would be no calories whatsoever, no gum, no nothing, literally just water. Yeah. Just nothing that gets the digestion even thinking. Yes. Nothing that does any of that. So it depends on your goal. Okay. And that's, you know what, that is a great, great answer. Very succinct. Thank you. Um, what if people say that, well, I don't think I'm going to get enough protein. So tell me about the protein thing. Yeah. You know, that's a really common, I think misnomer really is, man, where do you get your protein? And, you know, a lot of times, you know, especially if I'm, if it's somebody that I'm joking with and they can hear my tone of voice, I don't typically just type this out on social media because, you know, I want people to hear my voice in this and I am joking, but I say, well, how does a cow get its protein? Or how does a, a rhino, one of the most powerful animals on earth, how, where does it get its protein? You know, from plants. And that's another kind of myth that I bust, that we bust based on scientifically proven evidence in around a lean strong. I teach you this, but we really don't need as much protein as, um, and I won't get too carried away. You know, I won't get on a soapbox, but as the meat industry or the food industry in general has made us believe. Even for lifting? For lifting, you do need more protein, obviously for muscle building synthesis. But in a round of Lean Strong, we do that in a very targeted way. So we will use a plant-based protein supplement or things like that. So there, there is a need for increased protein depending on your lifestyle. And so if you are lifting, absolutely. But, you know, on a standard kind of day, we do anywhere between, you know, 70 to 80 grams of protein in a day. And women at the very, very minimum, and this is just for your um, average woman, you know, needs at bare minimum needs 45 grams of protein. That would be bare minimum. And so we get plenty of protein from plants and it's just a little bit adds up over time. So for instance, we do this really great almond butter and raspberry chia pudding as one of our breakfasts um, during a round of Lean Strong. So you get, you know, seven or eight grams of protein from the almond butter. You actually get five grams of protein from three tablespoons of chia seeds. And then you get a couple from the almond milk that we use in there. So we have about 15 grams of protein. And when you do that, you know, three times a day. And then if someone will use a protein supplement right after, you know, they lift like I do, you're getting closer to the 100 gram range, all with plant-based, primarily whole foods. Because that's another thing, Kelly, is I fully believe, I do believe in supplements. There is absolutely a place for them, a high quality supplement, but we have to be eating real whole foods. Right. You can't drink your greens. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I mean, 
way you can, but not really. <laughs> exactly. And so I think that, and that's another thing that I think that just, you know, through a lot of just marketing and social media and all those, there's so many things out there, Kelly, that women are just so confused and overwhelmed. I should say more overwhelmed with information, you know, now Kelly, I mean, water has protein in it. I saw Sam's the other day that there was protein water. And I was Seriously? Like, yes. Protein water, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I know. And I'm like, I don't even know how that's possible. I'd love to, you know, take it. If you ever saw that episode of Seinfeld where they were like eating the yogurt and they're like, I don't believe that this is low fat. And they took it to go get it tested. I'd love to go get that water tested. Um, it's probably a marketing ploy, but whatever. But that's how we've become like protein crazy. But if you remember, and I'll probably show my age here, 20 years ago, it was low fat crazy. Everybody was low fat. Now we've just gone to the other side. And so it's, we just, as women who care about our health, who care about our longevity, we just have to learn to be really discerning about the information that we take as truth and everything really should be backed scientific evidence. So that's really my mission is to just educate and empower women to totally take control of their health. And they can do that very inexpensively on a plant-based diet. And it just really frees you from the, the food confusion. And going back to your original question about veganism and the one part, the one reason that why in the six week that I prescribe a vegan diet and I show you exactly how to do that is really for simplicity as well. So it's kind of like, if you remember when you were learning to drive, it's like, these are the rules. You can't have any other kids in the car. There's no one else but a parent. You know, as you get better, as you get more experienced, then you can bring a kid in the car. Then you can go more places. You can be out after dark, you know, da, 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 da. But you got to learn what you're doing first. And so I try to make it really simple for women because when they realize their strength and they realize they can get results and they can stick to this and they can do that, it gives them this level of confidence that they've always had. But it was just like that. That shirt that you know is in the laundry basket, but you have to dig around to find it. So they find their true confidence and then they can start playing around with different things, you know, whether it's, you know, some sushi every once in a while or a couple glasses of wine on date night, things like that. They can start playing around with those, but you might find, and I've had this happen as well. I had a girl that got great results. She lost 14 pounds and she didn't need to lose 14 pounds. I mean, she didn't look like she did, but just she had a lot of, you know, things in her gut build up and all kinds of stuff. Um, she got great results. She lost 14 pounds in the first four weeks. She went on vacation, you know, and had just typical vacation food because she that's just what she wanted to do. And she realized she is actually really, really sensitive to gluten because we also eliminate gluten during a round of Lean Strong. And she was like, whoa, I had no idea. No wonder I felt so bad. And I'm like, exactly. So it's amazing really what you know, what you find out about your body. It is. If you can create like a baseline for yourself, then it allows you to, to step out and make different choices. And yeah, but having that baseline that you didn't have before. Yes. That's a beautiful way to put it. Very. Yes. When we create that baseline and that, you know, they find their authentic self in that, like, this is how your body, this is really your God given body. You're not broken. You just didn't know. And sometimes we've been sold a lie. I'm not intentional, intentionally or maliciously, but it's just really setting the record straight on your body and on nutrition. Well, you have a lean strong coming up. If you happen to be listening to this podcast when it comes out, 
Uh, Lean Strong is opening on May 6th. So that's your next round of it. And then how often do you open in case somebody catches this later on? Yeah. So I typically will start one the first Monday of a new month. However, women that are going through this program really are getting, I mean, just Kelly and I don't say this, you know, to like fluff or anything like that. Absolutely incredible results. And they're absolutely loving it. And I truly want to help as many women just clear up the confusion and take control of their health and their bodies and their confidence. I'm actually working with someone who's helping me kind of systematize some things in my business so that I can do rounds more often and still deliver a level of high level, high touch coaching to each woman. So they really feel like they're getting a personal experience, even though they're in a group. So we're probably going to be starting them every two weeks um, in the near future. Okay. So somewhere in between every two weeks or every four weeks, People could actually jump in, give some time to think about this and get in, get their mind around the fact that they actually, you know, can do this, that it's not they're not going to die from <laughs> the plant-based diet. In fact, they're probably going to thrive. And all my friends out there are going to be like, oh gosh, Kelly, stop, stop preaching to us. But <laughs> it wasn't me preaching today. So um, anything that you need them to know before we wrap up? I think that when I ask women, you know, what's the one thing that you really want most? If you, if your, you know, nutrition fairy godmother were here and you said, wave your wand, what would she help you with? 99 out of 100 women say, just tell me what to eat. Like literally, I'm at a point, just tell me what to do. And so they kind of come in with that notion. And that's really what I do in Lean Strong. It really is very... I haven't quite, it's very, very simple. It, it's different foods than you've ever done. And so that's, uh, you know, you have to overcome that. But I've really taken the decision fatigue out of dieting. I tell you exactly what to do. But the biggest difference is it's not just an online program that you buy and you just go through on your own. I mean, you really are with a group of women. You all start and finish on the same day and you're all going through the same thing. But you also get access to me. And so, because nutrition is not a one size fits all, you know, we've got one girl in there that's training for a marathon. One girl just does bar type workouts, you know, somebody else is lifting and so on and so forth. You, it's all a little bit different. And so it's not a one size fits all. And so that's where I come in and say, okay, you know, based on your goals and for you, your lifestyle, here's some things that you're going to want to do. And we have a two way dialogue, which you don't get with really any other group program out there. And at the price, you're not paying for a one-on-one -on -one coach, um, which can be in the thousands of dollars. You're not paying for a one-on-one -on -one coach, but you really are getting that level of service because you are getting me one-on-one -on -one just in a group, uh, group setting. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for being on. And I truly appreciate this and congratulations. I mean, you've made something that is relatively complex, seem simple and understandable. Well, thank you so much for the chance to talk to your listeners. And I look forward to helping all of them just get in literally the best shape and the absolute best health of their life in the next round of Lean Strong. Thank you again to Nikki for coming in today and doing this special interview with us. If you are interested in her Lean Strong method, it is kicking off in just a week and you can find out everything about it either on her website 
at leanstrongmethod.com or drop into fitisfreedom.com and we've got lots of links over there to her. I have to tell you, a week cannot go by without me saying a very big and heartfelt thank you to Riley and all the guys at podigy.co. With all the changes that we have going on behind the scenes, they've been keeping it easy, simple, and they've got their own one, two, three punch of getting things done. So if you have a podcast or you're thinking about creating one, make sure you check out podigy.co. They really do know how to make life easy for us. And they're so nice at it too. So in the meanwhile, have a wonderful weekend. Be sure to check out Nikki's leanstrongmethod.com and I will see you next Monday. Bye-bye.